We'd like to talk all about what's been going on in Bitcoin and crypto, and you have the merge uh, of Ethereum now. So much to discuss. Ben McMillan's with us, founding partner, CIO at IDX Insights, and Louis Laval, managing director at 3IQ Digital Assets US. Thank you both for being with us. I think this top story here for much of the summer, what people have been talking about um, is watching Bitcoin, you know, going back. So many people got so excited about Bitcoin, but it can't hold 20,000. I saw one night it hit 25,000. There was so much excitement only to go back to 20 and now in the 19 handle. Um, Lewis, your thoughts about what's going on here and is this a short term or long term play? Are you worried? Yeah, I think with crypto and Bitcoin in particular, you always have to zoom in and zoom out. And when we zoom in, what we're seeing in the near term is a lot of volatility that's tagged to the broader macro environment, right? Um, we're in a, in, a, in a scenario where the Fed is going to become more aggressive, targeting their 2% inflation rate. That's going to put uh, pressure on risk assets, Bitcoin included. When I zoom out, that $19,000, $20,000 level is supported by really strong accumulation from long-term Bitcoin holders. When you look on the Bitcoin network, which is public, you can see who, who the long-term buyers and sellers are and how much. And they've been accumulating all summer. So that's a long-term uh, bullish sign. Okay, so that is a long-term bullish sign. That being said, uh, Ben, your thoughts here going forward. What are you watching and what do you anticipate? No, I mean, I think that's exactly it. You know, as you mentioned, you know, this is a year in which the macro is dominated and, you know, all risk assets and Bitcoin is the poster child for risk assets. And so in the near term, you know, the failure of Bitcoin to kind of, you know, maintain that $20,000 support has a lot of traders looking at now the June lows. And that's the big risk factor. You know, if Bitcoin breaks below that, you could very easily see it kind of retest 12 and 13,000. But again, the point about zooming out, I think, is a good one. And we've actually seen that perspective among our institutional investors looking at this kind of like a 2003 analog for NASDAQ stocks, in which everything was sold off, but it ended up being a generational buying opportunity. And is, is this Ethereum merge the next big thing? Are people going to be turning their attention or even selling off some of their Bitcoin to get into Ethereum or not? Lewis? I don't necessarily if they'll be selling their Bitcoin, but we have seen uh, a lot of interest and investor accumulation of Ethereum uh, ahead of the merge. We've seen a lot of institutional uh, bullishness in the both spot and the derivatives markets. And I think really the reason why that, that exists is this is going to be what powers Web3 and DeFi and the future of applications that are built on the blockchain. So really important, significant development with this software upgrade. It also is going to allow uh, folks to move away from mining and to uh, validating the network and they'll be able to get staking yields as a result. So that could be a uh, investor play as well, a different uh, stream of income, if you will. Yeah, and I'd really, you know, get a sense of your passion for both of you here, because, you know, when people talk about what they know, what they love, what they study, Ben, you said that this, um, if this all goes well, the post-news selling um, after the merge, maybe this could be a catalyst for so many altcoins and others, right? Tell me how this could play out in your mind, Ben. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's exactly that. You know, you know, Lewis mentioned, you know, what's interesting about the Ethereum upgrade, you know, aside from kind of the disinflationary, potentially deflationary perspectives that the investors like, is that it's going to make Ethereum more scalable. And that's always been the issue in the past in terms of kind of delivering, you know, applications. And so when you look at Web3, you know, it's worth mentioning, too, there's a huge migration of developers into 
the Web3 space, the gaming space, and that's a very robust kind of forward-looking indicator of you know what's to be expected. So, you know, as with anything, there could be glitches with the merge and things like that. But you know, assuming it you know goes well and and kind of you know yeah. ushers in this new era of, of scalability, it could be a very strong catalyst. Yeah, and I'll give you the last word here, Lewis, quickly. Stay the course, dollar cost average in, this is a risk asset, and uh, take the long-term view, not the short. Yeah, yeah, all right. Great yep. to see you both. Ben McMillan, IDX Insights. Louis Laval of 3IQ Digital Assets US. Thank you.